And we're off. Welcome to the races that I like to call navigating mindfulness. We are here talking about building our businesses and enveloping personal growth strategies so that not only do we feel good, we succeed good. I know that was not appropriate English, but you know what? I make the rules here. My name is Cheryl Sutherland and I'm the founder of Please Notes Goods in addition to a multitude of things. And I'm joined by my awesome co-host, the one and only, the baddest of them all, Lisa McHale. Hi, hi, welcome. <laughs> You're today, hilarious. I know, I know. It's. I think it's a grapefruit that I had just went straight to my head. But um, so this week we've been playing a lot about, or we've been playing around a lot with different apps and et cetera, et cetera. And I got into Clubhouse about like I want to say almost two months ago, and I have been L O V I N G ing it. Okay, like I've been loving like just not only like the connections I've been able to make, the people I've been able to play with. Um, but then also the business resources that I've absorbed. And then of course, as you know, depending on when you're hearing this, Clubhouse is a audio only platform. That's a social networking platform. You have all these different rooms. You can start your own conversations, join conversations, listen in. However, there's just been so many layers of great things that have happened. And then even within the business structure itself, like the way that they rolled it out was terribly, terribly interesting because they created so much FOMO. In addition, um, with the app rolling out, like there's some tips, there's some tricks, and there's also some things to take a look at, like, so you do not get caught up because it's very easy to get caught up. There are clubhouse scammers out here, y'all. And I've met more than one and um, just talking about the ramifications of being on there and not coming correct with your business. So let's talk about clubhouse, shall we? Getting in the club. <laughs> Oh, Lisa. Okay. So I know I said how long I've been in there. Yeah. How long have you been in there for? How did you get in? And well, I know, but how did you get in? And then what has been your, um, your experience so far? Well, thank you. Um, and I love this topic because I've been on maybe for about a month now and I was on, we had a guest, um, who had like an invite and she invited us or invited me, you had already been on, um, and it's been interesting. Like, I love talking on the phone. Like, that is like my, I think even when I was a child, I knew already, right? I think from graduating from elementary school, it was like, I will sell operator. And then, you know, when I first business was phone-based. So I love the concept of it. So it's been really, really awesome. I, I can see why you would like it too, right? Like when we're connection-based, we're relationship-based. Um, all of the things that you wanted to touch on, I'm ready to, to jump in on all parts of that. So in short, I've been on for about a month. I'd probably jump on for anywhere from one to, I think the longest I've been on is like two or three hours. Um, and I've actually been in, in, your, in your room or your club. I don't even know what the correct terminology for that is. So definitely mm -hmm, want to talk mm -hmm. to you about that. Um, I don't know if I had any FOMO. I was more on the other side where I was like, oh man, another thing that I got to, <laughs> I mean, that was really mine, which is why I think when you first brought it up, I was like, not right now. Like I'm in the middle of doing X, Y, Z things. Um, my understanding though, was this was originally more for the creatives, uh, artists and uh, people in the music, maybe industry. Um, but the model itself is so good. And so um, I want to say tangible, but it, it's, it's relative to anybody that has a phone. So let's mm -hmm. talk about your first point there that you wanted to bring out about this new envious app that is connecting. I, I don't even know what the total usage is, but I'm going to say yeah, it's, it's quite large. It is. And it actually keeps expanding exponentially. Like, so right now it's still in beta. It's still iPhone only. And so the only way that you're able to get on is either if I'm a member and I have you on my phone, I see you register, I can wave you in, or I get invites weekly. And then once those invites are out, then I mean, I'm done for the week. Right. And then depending on how much engagement you do on the app, whether you you know, facilitate, moderate, open clubs, have conversations, get on stage, then it increases the amount that you get on a more frequent basis. So like for me, my first week I was on there, I got one. And then, um, and then I got like, I think my second week I got three. And then my third week I got one. And then after that, every single week I've been getting 
three invites. And I think it's because A, I opened up my own clubhouse, which means that I could have clubhouse rooms underneath this lovely banner, have members in there, you know, facilitate different workshops and stuff and just like have a really great uh, reach um, and, and just continue building that up. So it's interesting because this app was, it's super, super underground and it was only spread through word of mouth. And so when I first encountered it, I was actually working with my PR agent and she, her friend gave her an invite, but she only had an Android at the time. And so she was like, I have this invite, like, how do I get on this? And she was trying to get into her sister's old iPhone so that she can like set it up. And I'm like, dude, like, why don't you just uh, like, I have this extra phone, like I can download the app and register you. And then, so I registered her and then she like got the confirmation text to her phone and then ended up like signing her up. And then I signed me up. And then that's how I got into the clubhouse. I kind of sank myself an invite, not going to lie. And then after that, she ended up getting an iPhone 12, completely switching from Android. And people are actually going out there buying phones specifically just to be on this app, you know, like revving up old, um, old iPads or buying iPads. They're like, yeah, okay, well, I kind of needed this anyway, just to get on this app. Now, this is really cool because you have an amazing space where you can connect with people on a very level, uh, level playing ground. Like there's times where you're on stage with like, uh, multi-million dollar marketers. There's times where you're on stage or in the same room as like top grade celebrities, comedians, like really high functioning people in these fields. You can connect it to people with like, I've been in some rooms where people have been able to get like the 35,000 they've needed to advance their project, whether it's in, through investment or if they're a nonprofit looking for something like the level of connection is so serious. In addition, just even the amount of gems that get dropped on a regular basis. Like there's so many times where I'll just learn stuff that I wouldn't be able to learn, like whether it's new strategies to take into Instagram or to LinkedIn or to Pinterest that I feel like, oh my gosh, I can tangibly take this and use this in my business. And it will make a real difference in my business. Even when it comes to like um, rolling in a subscription model, I'm like, I know I want a subscription model. I don't know what that is. And then in being in one room within an hour, I was like, okay, I know exactly what this plays out. This is how I'm going to set this up. And this is like the software that I'm going to use in order to make sure that that's all modified. Like I'll put it into place. Like there's just so many things. However, even within that, there's also the opportunity to get caught up. Some people really ruin like their sleep cycles and be up until five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 in the morning because they're engrossed in these conversations. And it's so delicious that they actually put it out right now because this is the time where people are really reaching for conversation, really reaching for connection. And the fact that I don't have to sit in an awkward position and hold my phone up or, you know, I'm able to passively be engaged and listen and have these conversations is so important. Like there's so many people that are doing things on Zoom, but some people feel very self-conscious about like their backgrounds or their environment. However, with this, it's like you have the opportunity just to be able to connect with people and just be you and like not have any judgment on yourself. Like the logistics doesn't matter. How many followers to follow is doesn't really matter. Well, it didn't really matter when you first got on there. And um, just the amount of growth that they've had has been amazing. So when I got on there, it was about 80,000 members and it's, it's, I think they're over like 2 million right now. So it's, it's pretty wild and I'm really loving it. Yeah. I love how passionate you are about it. And like, I love that you are actually getting gems. So again, I could be on there for like one minute. Uh, the longest I've been on is I think two and a half hours, like I said. Um, and it was because it was one of those, I happened to have time and it was like in the background and it was really, I really wanted to know how to use it, right? Like I, I see it coming together. And so today we actually had our very first, uh, I hosted my very first event where we did, you know, I've, I've been walking and talking on the phone forever and a day. And I was like, let's see who I will meet in my walk virtually because I'm not even allowed to talk to people on the street anymore. <laughs> right. So it's like, um, and we did that today and it was really interesting to meet somebody brand new, have, you know, yourself pop in just to say hi. Um, but some of the connections that I have had not anything like what you've had. Um, well, I could say from marketing, like hearing how to build funnels, I, that definitely came up. Um, but I actually waved somebody in that, um, had ones I worked with. I've, I, I was welcomed 
somebody, like you get notified, I think, based on your contacts, who has joined and who's being welcomed into the room, which I love um, because you're welcoming your people in. And so just to say hi, and we discovered that he was actually looking for a service provider 15 years ago. And I happened to, I pulled up my notes and I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. We spoke back in like 2007. Um, So those have been really interesting connections. And then a cousin that um, I used to go to school with back in the day. So waving people in has been really, really fun and welcoming people has been fun. Um, So Cheryl, where do you wanna go next? Cause you had a pretty comprehensive list and I don't wanna miss anything um, in terms of the highlights and, and yet we can go all over the place with Clubhouse. So I know we're talking about like the different experiences that we had. Do we wanna talk about some of the, just like, hey, be aware of, or maybe a little bit more of the functionality? What's your flavor right now? Yeah, I feel like I really wanna talk about like, first of all, coming from a business perspective, For sure. their marketing strategy. And basically they did what I like to call a whisper campaign where they never really came out and said like, hey, check out this new app or, you know, the opposite of what Quibi did. So if you were familiar with Quibi, it was this short form video platform. And they basically just got like a bunch of really big Hollywood stars to do a bunch of 10 minute videos or 10 minute movies that really never took off because they didn't have an audience. Like it was kind of weird. Like who's going to watch this video for 10 minutes. It was, it was just not a good execution. Right. They thought they knew what people wanted and they didn't ask people what they wanted. Basically poured millions of dollars into advertising da, 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 and then it just fell flat and folded while with clubhouse you hearing like, especially now, even in Facebook and some of the business Facebook groups I'm in, people are like, have you heard of Clubhouse? Do you have an invite? Like people are creating follow trains on Facebook so people can add people and people are selling invites. And then just hearing this in the background, you're like, oh, well, what is this Clubhouse? Should I pay attention to this? Now for some people, if you've never heard of it, you're just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. Like, let me play with it. However, the amount of people that are sitting out there like waiting and like asking to get in is huge, which makes it, makes you really want to stay on there longer because you're like wanting to build your own stature or some people are like, oh, I want to become a clubhouse influencer, et cetera, et cetera. So from a a marketing strategy, they really use that level of exclusivity. And this is key because like creating that level of FOMO, creating that level of buzz, as we know, word of mouth marketing is one of the most effective forms of marketing. And then, so even talking to people like within the app about like, they have like these meetings, these town hall meetings where they're like, Hey, this is what's going on. This is like, if you're new to the app, this is how you should play on there, not to do what to do, um, but then also like where we're going with this. And so it gives people a little bit like a guidance of like, oh, I think this is a really great step, like creating your own clubhouse and hosting these meetings. Cause then it could be a way to monetize having only members only meetings that you could be a part of. Like there's just so much opportunity. And I think also like people are really tired of a lot of these old social networks that it's more, it's not about the experience anymore. Instagram stopping about the experience. It started being about how can we monetize these people? How can we make them stay on longer? Even with Facebook, like you go into Facebook and it's just dreary and it's sad and it's the land of the forgotten toys, right? Or the land of the misfit toys. And you're just like, ah, you don't feel good going on Facebook anymore. So this one, it's something that's nice and fresh and fruity. It's like a sorbet cleaning your palate or whatever as well. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> yes. However, with that as well, like you have the option to just learn so much more. Like I was in another group where it was, um, uh, it was like the Jewish tribe and friends. And so I'm, I'm living in Calgary. We never really had a lot of Jewish people or I was never exposed to a lot of Jewish people there. Only when I moved to LA was when I got in touch or connected with any Jewish people, but I never had the opportunity to really steep in that culture. Now, the great thing about that is um, I was able to pop into this room and just listen and observe and like let people have these conversations that I would have never been privy to before. They've got like a whole bunch of people from the UK, from LA, from Atlanta, from wherever. And it's just, again, an opportunity to connect and learn, which I think is super important as well. Um, one of the things that I will say that they've done really, really good is they've also made it, it kind of like what TikTok did is they made the cross-platform sharing easy. So if you are on Clubhouse, you'll see you have your bio and then at the bottom, you can either integrate in your Facebook link or sorry, your 
um, Twitter link or your uh, Instagram link. And that way that if you wanted to continue having a conversation offline, you certainly can. Um, and then also if you have like a clubhouse scheduled, you can actually share it using Twitter. Again, bringing up the brand notoriety, people are like, oh, what is this group? Like, what is this conversation? And it's only these, like these people are coming together, but only on this platform, right? So um, making you really want to get into it. But I say that also because for me, it's been really good for my business because I'm honestly, I, I feel like Instagram is such a time suck and it's an energy suck because feeling like I cannot ever do enough to make sure that enough people are seeing my platform. Like I'm always just on this hill, like climbing and being like, every time I look at my uh, analytics, it's like, oh, like 50 people followed, but like 85 people left. And it was like really getting to the point where it was unhealthy. And so with using Clubhouse, I'm able to host a room, have a really great conversation. And while you're talking, people are clicking on your profile, clicking on your website and looking at all the things that you um, have to make sure, A, you're a real person and they're able to connect with your content in different ways. So sometimes I'll have a, a Clubhouse uh, room that I'll run for like a half an hour, hour, whichever, and or I'll get on somebody else's stage and have a conversation or get into something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. And then I look at my Instagram and I bought like 20 new followers. Now I could have invested three times the amount of time and money boosting an ad or boosting a post on Instagram. And I wouldn't have that same, I wouldn't have that same turn. Same result. So like, yeah. Same result. So like, what is the point? And, and it doesn't feel as good investing in there. So Again, like there's just so many different things. Like not only did they use that strategy of FOMO to really get people in um, and exclusivity, but then also I feel like having that cross-platform um, integration made it super, super easy for them to not only be amplified, but for people to buy into the hype and jump in. I have a question for you from a strategic perspective. When you, cause I, I haven't linked my, Instagram or Twitter to Clubhouse. And, and I've been called out on it a couple of times. People were like, you know, how do I reach you? And because I'm still in my discovery phase, I'm like, well, just, you know, my first name, last name at, you know, whatever email address. Um, and, and I see you shaking your head. My question is, which profiles did you link? Did you link your personal or did you link your business? Yeah. So I think it, it really comes down to what is the conversations that you're having and what are you passionate about? Right. So if, if for me, I linked my business Instagram, because obviously like that's the biggest one that I have, like the biggest platform that I have. And then also it's, um, uh, it's normally like it's in alignment with what I'm primarily talking about as well. Um, mm -hmm. Or if I'm on stage asking for advice about like, you know, launching a program and stuff like that, then people can quickly like look to and refer and flip through my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now for my Twitter, I never use my business Twitter. It's either like me complaining, asking for something, blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm not like a Twitter fan. So I actually integrated in my personal Twitter. And the only reason that I use my personal Twitter is that's the one that Obama follows me on. So I'm like, let me just like, so that's like my little bit of clout chasing there. But otherwise I would just put like my, um, my business Twitter and stuff. And again, it's been called out for people so much because like, you're taking away that level of that next level of connectivity. connectivity. So some people are like, yeah, just even create like a brand new Instagram yeah, and just that's put what some I was placeholder told. stuff in there yeah. so you don't look like you're a fraud. Yeah. And then um and then let that be that. Yeah. It is super they I love the functionality of like do they just have to click a button and all of a sudden you're already connected on Instagram and then you can I mean that has happened where I connected with somebody we were on the phone within like 15 minutes and and off the platform so that transition is really really appreciated the other thing too is you have the flexibility to put in the handles in text form in your profile because somebody else said just put your email down there well I don't know if I, you know what I mean so for me it's kind of like again still exploratory but I'm really happy that you're having such great success with it like I do see that people have um, links to things like cash app and Venmo and PayPal uh, for things like receiving fees and even tips right like somebody had like feel free to buy me lunch. I was like, okay. So people are, they're definitely transacting and flowing. Um, you know, it's exciting to hear that people are getting funding for businesses at 35K. I mean, yeah, I see, I definitely see numbers in there as well. And um, 
So one of the things that, um, sorry, what was on your next list? Cause I actually wanted to talk about like calling in your tribe. Well, um, you can totally talk about that. However, we do not use tribe anymore. Okay. Calling in wow. our people, calling in our group, calling in um, our clubhouse members. Yeah. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Calling I apologize for that. Thank you for the diversity and inclusion. It's all vibes. learnings. Yes. There learnings. you go. So for those of you who need diversity and inclusion speakers, there's your girl. Hi. Very nice. Notice how she did that. <laughs> Very neutral. I love it. Okay, so Clubhouse, what's the next thing that you that you really want to showcase about it? Because I really, the whole thing end to end is like a business grand slam in my mind. Yeah, so, so there was definitely talking about like the way that we rolled it out, what the execution was as well. And then um, also some great tips. So if you're going to be on the platform, what you are going to want to do is make sure that you're following clubs or you're a part of clubs or you apply, like, um, how do I say you join into clubs, you join into conversations, if you, that's something that you want to, but then also, so there's a center area, which is called your hallway. And what shows up and what populates in your hallway is all dependent on who you're following. So if people are on stage talking about something you're like in alignment with or something you want to know more about, then making sure that you're following them or following the club that they're a part of as well. Um, and then, of course, making sure your bio is taken care of in full because your whole bio is just basically an SEO um, gold mine. So if you put in like Toronto, if you put in like affirmations, if you put in like, um, delegation, any of that sort of stuff, and people just go to search for it, you're going to be the ones that pop up. Um, and then also one of the things that even though we're having amazing conversations in these spaces, you also have to be wary of some of the people that are on there because yes, they might have 30,000, a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that who they are is authentic. So there's been a couple um, instances of people on there that are purely just really great talkers and they'd be scamming people, getting them into enroll into some of these um, courses or, you know, like, yeah, let's do a one-on-one -on -one meeting. And then I only charge like $1,500 to meet with me and just like, we'll go ahead and run off with people's money. One of my girlfriends, she actually um, was in a room and one of the people on stage was somebody that she knew from in real life that was a total scammer. And that was talking about how, this is how she teaches people how to do this, this and this. And she actually wasn't even in that field. Like it was completely different. And so she was telling people like, yeah, this and this. And if you wanna know more, like DM me and you can be part of my new cohort and la 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 la. And then she was actually kicking all the people that she knew, knew her out of, the room and then blocking them right and so um it's very great how do i say i would say if you have advice from people because when i first got on people were just dropping advice to drop advice because it was so valuable and um some of the things that people are saying is good if it feels good you can feel like you can apply it to your business and do it however just making sure you're properly vetting people and going with your gut versus the hype when it comes to either you know doing any money transactions or anything like that with people like it's super super important um and then also if you are a business owner how you interact on there is super important so let's say for example there was this one person who was in a clubhouse room with Joe Budden, who's like, I don't know, this hip hop celebrity type of person. He was like a musician and then he has his own podcast. And so I guess what ended up happening is somebody did a screen, uh, screen cap, which is not allowed and shared it and was actually trolling Joe Budden with the things that he said in the clubhouse room. Now I say that because if you get in your feelings or if you act out, like if you, um, like there was this one guy that got into a fight with this girl and then started a new room saying that she was a clout chaser and was just going off about how disrespectful that she was and da, 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 da. It totally turned me off. Even if you are a multi-million dollar marketer, there's no way that I would ever work with you because of the way that you 
disrespect this person. So it's great because you can see people's online personas and their offline personas. Is this who you really are? Do I really want to work with you? And that's um, kind of like how a lot of these businesses, like based on uh, what you're doing socially makes me choose you. So let's say for example, like Vans, right? Vans goes ahead and donates a, a, a percentage of their profits or like, you know, like an extra shoes to people whenever you purchase a shoe, right? I'm, I'm making this up. It's not Vans. It's someone else. Um, sorry? Tom's. Tom's. Thank you. And then, so that's really good and all. And then if you met the founder of Tom's in one of these rooms and they were out there spewing some like racist rhetoric, then you're just all like, woo, I don't really like the feeling of this. I'm not going to buy from this person anymore. Right. So you have to make sure that you are watching yourself and that you're showing up in a real way. And then you're being socially conscious of how you are showing up, how people are absorbing you, because this has the ability to um, make or break a career sometimes, depending on how wild you get. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, that goes on any platform really, right? Which is again, why I'm taking my time because I don't know what the rules and um, and and guidelines are. I mean, not to be kind and be human and be compassionate and empathetic, but like how many rooms can you have and how what's the capacity and, and all that kind of other stuff. So really just taking my time to get to know it. I have not had any of those kind of experiences personally. That said, everyone that I have spoken to me, uh, that I've spoken to has issued the same warning. Um, you know, be mindful, right? And so navigating mindfulness while building business, it's, you know, even though you're on the phone with all these people and the initial feel good hormones that kick in because of being in a clubhouse and it, you know, be mindful about what you're doing and, and be aware of why you're on the platform. So I do want to, can we touch on like how far widespread it is, not just in music, not just in business, but like this could potentially, I think one of the people that I met said, this is going to replace like even online dating sites because you're going to see how people really show up and what's important to them. And you're going to be able to pop in. And um, what is your thought on that? Can we pivot over there? Or are there other things on no, your list? No, I'm, I'm ready to pivot when you're ready to pivot. I love this actually for, and there's been multiple rooms where it's like shoot your shot or, um, or, you know, like, you know, a date, shot. yeah, like dating <laughs> like, advice what? for men or like ask, yeah. ask a man a question, ask a woman a question and like going back and forth. So there's also like been the great opportunity to learn from people. Mm. However, I find that what we used to do is we used to like meet people in, in real life, get a feel of their energy, their chemistry. And then, so now if somebody's on stage and they're saying something and you're really attracted to like what they're saying, you're just all like, wow, like you're a real person that I would like to get to know. So you have the ability to turn on notifications and then just like get to passively hear more about a person when they don't think that somebody is listening, right? Or they don't like with that intention. And I feel like it gives you the opportunity to not only connect in a very authentic way outside of what are people like what do people look like all the time like in, in all of these this different swiping apps and really like take the time to connect on a deeper level and then therefore if you wanted to roll over and like slide in their dms on instagram or send them a tweet and be like hey i love what you were saying in this room and like you know if you're open i would love to you know have a private clubhouse room together with you then that would be really cool. Um, especially during the Rona, I know uh, dating has been really, um, really interesting. And some people are willing to have a phone conversation. Some people are willing to have video conversations. Some people are not willing to do either or. So doing it in a clubhouse makes it a little bit easier because you know, there's not so much pressure to like entertain or like keep the conversation going sometimes and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it, it was an interesting concept and, you know, the further and further I step away from, from it and I look at it, I'm like, this is essentially when they say it's a clubhouse, it, it is really the water cooler. It is the bar. It is, it is the, you know, the bus stop, right? It, this is the new engagement for right now because we are separated. And while video is great, 
video also takes a little bit more energy. And so when we talk about mindfulness while you're building business, it's like, what makes the most sense? So if you can target on Clubhouse what you're looking for, and if you're interested in getting into a relationship and you meet somebody, that was the line that I was not sure about, you know, like, because when I'm working, I'm, I'm not thinking about getting together with somebody mm-hmm. like I'm working <laughs> like so um that was you know when I looked at it I was like yeah I could see how people would would be that way but I think there's there's some people who have like this professional code or ethic that are just like that doesn't that doesn't happen in that space because this is the hat that I wear when I'm over here and and the lines might be blurred so let's talk a little bit about how lines can be blurred in clubhouse or we can talk about clubs because I also want to talk about my experience walking into your room, getting notified when you were doing your affirmation. Yeah, go ahead and talk about your experience. Yeah. Um, so I was maybe putting my phone down or something and then there was a little banner that came out and it was like Cheryl invited you into the room and I hadn't been into one of your group. Is it called a clubhouse club or like I don't yeah even... so you got the rooms and then the, that room I was able to host underneath my clubhouse okay so it's got just it. a room yeah so your clubhouse is called uh, create a life you love right and so um I was like okay let me see what this is about and it was talking about uh, a nightly affirmation and a weekly intention yeah so I usually do it on Sunday nights where I talk about what are affirmations, how do you use them, how can they affect your life, and then give people the opportunity to set a weekly intention and then create an affirmation so that like as you're going to sleep that your subconscious is steeping in it. And oftentimes people will come on stage and then we'll tweak it a little bit. So they'll say stuff like, oh, I want a million dollars or I, I want a million dollars and I don't want to be poor. And we're just like, okay, energetically, that's not going to work for you. So what will work for you is um, I'm, you know, allowing more money into my life. I'm allowing great things to flow to me, that like life is always taking care of me, that things are always falling into place. And then just kind of loosen that up so that they have something that they can practice with to allow the abundance or allow whatever it is that they want to come into fruition. Right. It was pretty powerful because she did bring me up on stage. And if you've watched some previous episodes, she really works with me with my language and communication and energetically lining things up better to work for my for my purpose and for the purpose of others that I'm thinking of. And so what I loved about it was not only are you getting this real-time coaching, so people get uh, within that hour, I think your show is an hour, is it called a show or a room? It's just the room. Yeah. So okay. I, I usually read it for an hour, but there's been times where it's been two and a half hours. So. Right. And, and I, my, my experience in creating an event is you have a start time. You don't necessarily have an end time. Yeah. So, and, and people can stay on and just stay on mute and listen. So things that I noticed, you were easily able to bring people onto a stage. You had multiple moderators um, and that energy was really, really good. Um, the second bar or category of people were people who are followed by the speakers. So they're getting highlighted and then it's everybody else that is in the room. You had tons of people in that room. So I don't know what your numbers look like. What I loved about it was you created this space of um, a mastermind that was safe. So you had alluded to earlier, like you will protect your room. You want to make sure that the people in the room are like-minded, like-hearted. And that was exciting because here are people that I don't know where they're from. I was not clicking on them because it was like I was getting ready for bed. And, and, and yet I could hear you and knowing you personally, I was like, I'm in a safe space. I am going to share in a vulnerable way. I am going to put myself out there. And I'm sure that other people learned from that moment in time as I did from everybody else that went before me and after me. In addition, I got to learn more about the people that were in the room, particularly the speakers, moderators, like the top tier, um, and anyone else that you brought up just to see what they were into. So I think this is part of the magic of going from like X number of members to now where it is of 2 million. Mm-hmm. So really great experience for my first like jumping into one of your rooms so how is it for you as a host honestly it's it's so fun because you know me like when I'm operating in that zone of genius I'm like yes and um just being able to help without like 
with no expectation for return or just even be able to connect with people on that space or in that space has been really, really juicy for me. But then I also feel like, so when I joined Clubhouse, the first room that I went into was this affirmations room. And I was all like, oh my gosh, you're my people. Like I asked the universe to like connect me to more people because I was feeling kind of lonely. And then I got this invite to Clubhouse and then I opened it. And then this was the first room I was like, look at God, right? So, um, but in that space, I was able to find more like-minded people, more people that were into the same stuff as me, because I mean, being a person of color, you know, that's into this sort of stuff or into, um, you know, this mix of personal development and business and stuff like that, it can be kind of tricky. Right. And so with being on clubhouse, it gave me the opportunity to connect with people that I love that I would have never been able to connect with on social media, that I would have never been able to find on social media. There was this one lady that I love her reels. And I was like, yes. And then she showed up in one of my clubhouses or like I was on stage or something and, and she followed me and I was like, oh, <laughs> and I called her back and I slid her DMs on Instagram. I was like, sis, guess what? We're best friends now. She's like, okay, cool. Um, and like, just even the amount of collaborations, like one of our previous guests, um, Camille Clubhouse, um, the girl that I had um, uh, in the room the other day moderating, Tony clubhouse like all of my new friends are from clubhouse and then just even being able to have conversations offline and stuff like that honestly has been so good for my soul because everybody as you know Torontonians like we tend to be very busy and we focus on our work and the time for socialization is like next to nil um when it comes to doing like crossovers I feel like in regards to like business and play I mean it's really up to you like you could even just listen into a group but some of the girls that I know will do like a um a Caribbean matchmakers group or like sometimes there's a group where people are just like playing music and stuff like that or there's like rooms where it's like Toronto creatives like what's the problem with Toronto why do we not like each other why do we like not support each other in the same way that Americans do and just allow me the opportunity to just sit in and have like listen to those conversations and then you know put in inside if necessary. So I don't know. I feel like it's just like a great holistic networking opportunity. And, and without that, as, without as many barriers to entry, and then also without as much self-consciousness as some people might have as well. I do want to touch on one thing um, mm -hmm. before time escapes us today. And that is um, the amount of time that one can put into networking outside of even Clubhouse. Because I know for me, I never really did a lot of networking. A lot of my stuff was over the phone, asking people what they needed, you know, like the traditional kind of um, marketing or outreach. In this space, like I can see, it's very easy to jump on. It's very easy to start scrolling. It's very easy to get hooked onto certain things. So let's talk a little bit about time management and some of the pitfalls that can happen there and how you're managing it so that you're staying from a business perspective profitable. Cause I can see yeah. how this really could turn into like an addiction. Definitely. So when I first jumped on there, I was, it was primarily like after six or seven that I would really get into it. And that works really well because I'm on Eastern Standard Time. So there's a lot of people in this in Pacific area that would be getting on. And then if I ended up being up super late, then I'd be talking to a lot of people from like the UK, which I love. And FYI, if you're looking to be my soulmate and you're British, like <laughs> call me. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so within that, um, making sure that I had those timelines. And then even in the last couple of weeks, one of my good friends, who's like an amazing, amazing uh, connector, she's been pinging me into rooms like at random times. And then, so I used to always just show up for her because I'm like, hey, yeah, what's up, girl? Like, and then be in a room and there's like 10, 15, 20 people. And it was really hard to extricate myself sometimes. And then I'm noticing that my productivity is going down. So I actually have my um, notifications set to infrequent. So basically, if somebody pings me, then I get a notification and that's pretty much about it. Um, and I like to keep it that way because it's easier for me to ignore and focus on the things that I should be doing. Um, because previously, 
when I was doing networking, it was all more passive networking or maybe one-off like, oh, this is a networking event, go to it, da, 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 da. I used to um, be in a lot of co-working spaces. So it was easy to just randomly have a conversation or have a meeting like at the table with a new person that you've never met before, right? And that was really cool as well. However, at this point in time, like I didn't like having to do like going to a networking group just to like on zoom just to go and network like that didn't really feel good to me um and so just being able to do this passive level of networking where people are just like hey i love what you're doing or i'm being able to say like hey i love what you're doing can we do a zoom call let's have a conversation book a time here's my calendar link it's been really good so um i've actually gotten like five or six different meetings and some of them are just to have conversations like offline and just like learn more about each other. Um, some of them have been consulting meetings, which has been really, really good. And then, um, yeah, but overall, I think it's, it's very important to make sure that you're not staying up until again, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 o'clock in the morning on clubhouse, regulate it like you re regulate anything else. So I, I would agree with that. If I've got like a couple of extra minutes and I know I'm just going to be tinkering instead of say, maybe turning on some music, I'll just jump on really quick and hear what's happening in a room and then bounce out if I feel like it's time for me to leave and do something. Um, that day that I was on for two and a half hours, I happened to wake up like super early in the morning. I had done my meditation. I had done my whatever. And I knew I was up for the day. I was on there from like, 3 30 ish like till more like I didn't go back to sleep at that point um and it was really interesting and that's when I could I I could see and hear the people that were on there super late at night and I was like as much as I like them and I will stay in contact with them um I will stay in contact with them going forward during my regular times because that's not a normal thing. Like I might get up at four, I might get up at five, but it, that was just a one-off. And that was a really great way for me to see the power of what's happening in these rooms, right? Because when you're leading a room the way that you do for your affirmations, you're really up on stage versus somebody just having an open room where anyone can drop in and the conversation can go anywhere. Uh, what was interesting was that it was business related. There was a lot of like social justice and like, what is your business about? And a lot of shares around um, what they're using for marketing funnels, what, how did they get into what they were doing? And, you know, those are my people right there. It's just, you know what, you're my people, but not on a regular basis because you're up at three to five on, on an app. Um, but very, very, very interesting. Anything else that you wanted to cover on your list? I think you've got a lot. I no, think we covered, I covered a lot. I covered everything that was on my list. And then, okay. um, however, I do want to say like, sometimes people will get addicted in the sense of, there is so much information and you can easily get overwhelmed mm -hmm. and exhausted with the amount of information. I know for myself, like I think in the first like month and a half, the amount of strategies that I got that I was like, I didn't know I needed to do this. Like even when it comes to using Pinterest in my business, I'm like, oh, I don't know about Pinterest. And now I'm all like, this is, I need to start doing this in order to grow in this way. Like like growing my Instagram from Pinterest, I didn't even know that was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, however, one thing that I will say is that make sure that you can action these things. So like take your nuggets of information, mm -hmm. sit with them, apply them, and then come back. There is always going to be more information. So don't put the pressure on yourself to like, you know, be writing down notes all the time because realistically it's great to be in. And it's just like with school, you're, it's great to be in the learning mode. However, you have to switch to the application mode. You have to switch to the implementation mode. Otherwise you're just going to be sitting there in the same space, spinning your wheels, delaying the thing that you need to go ahead and do in order to build your business. And then when you're ready, the next piece of information that you need will come to you, right? So just being very mindful of being scarcity focused on this app, like it's abundant focus. You're always going to be connected to the right people. You're always going to find the right people and be able to live your life that way as well. I would agree with that. I think it's it's the reason why I've taken this approach. I've always been like in beta, LinkedIn, you know, like all of these other things that have come up. Alignable was like, I think the most, another recent one. And, and I do take my time to the point where it's like, maybe I don't have a full profile. My approach with this was I built my profile first and then 
started to, based on my profile and the people that I was following was taking this like organic thing. But I would definitely second or I, and I will definitely second monitoring your behavior and like, what is your intention for being on there? Um, I do wanted to say, I did want to say one thing. If you do want to get on, you can be, you've heard us talk about inviting people and then waving people in. So um, to wave somebody in, they have to be on a wait list. Mm -hmm. Right. So you'll you register for a wait list, like Google clubhouse app or something and sign up and hold your name. <laughs> Think yes. is what, the, what they're and make advertising. Sure you get the right clubhouse app because there are some copycats already. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So make sure that you get on to the wait list. And then if you're in our contacts or you're in somebody's contact records who has, um, who sees you register, I think they can just wave you in and we're not using our invites. So, um, so seconding also, like I got, was it one invite and then three invites and then one invite? Mm -hmm. So I'm on my one invite right now, I think. Congratulations. Yeah. So it's been fun. It's been fun waving people in and seeing people and just saying, hi, hey, what's up? Like reconnecting really, really quick. Um, I'm excited to see what's going to come out of it from a business perspective, if anything. Otherwise, it's just like, hey, I'm really grateful for the profile that I created. So if you want to see what it looks like, let me know and and we'll, we'll snap ours and send it to you. So you can start working on yours if you're, if this is something that you wanna do, right? What kind of things do you have on your profile, Cheryl? Um, is it all, Well, it starts off with and... affirmation queen, hot on the scene. So there's that. <laughs> um, I actually went through and did, um, I went through and I did the, how do I say? Um, Clubhouse. Um, I added in uh, different locations uh, from where I am, like where, where I've been. Um, I've also added in uh, just different keywords like guided journals, meditation, mm -hmm. affirmation cards, all that sort of stuff for the e-commerce side. Um, and then I've also added in things like um, where I've been. So if you're looking at Forbes, then I'll pop up. If you look up like Britain Co or like Huffington Post, I'll pop up. If you're looking for like locations, like cities and like Toronto or Calgary, or then I usually use the airport codes. So I've got those in there as well. I haven't gone as serious in regards to like tweaking it and adding um, I see your brain working. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, looking at opportunity, it now. opportunity, opportunity. That's all I'm seeing. Yeah, so this is like, her in work mode. Yeah, there's so many. Come things. back to us. Come and back to I, us. And then I got a text <laughs> message that I was all like, ah, yeah. I shouldn't have looked at. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate you looking because I think the profile is probably um, the biggest uh, piece on there for people to decide whether to follow or not follow you mm -hmm. um, when you're in a room. So, and then also, people are not just following me off of the profile, they're following me because they're clicking on my Instagram and seeing who I am and what I'm doing. They're clicking on my Twitter. And like, I mean, I probably haven't gotten any new followers from my Twitter, but because like, let's be honest, but Twitter yeah. is just like, oh, y'all yeah. missed out like my Szechuan chicken from my order, something <laughs> like that. Or like, can I return this? Why am I still on hold? <laughs> Stuff like that, but yeah. It's your, it's your, it's your complaint line, man. That's honestly, that's the only thing yeah, I just, really, just like, call people, it what it like, is. honestly, people on Twitter will be like, Hey, yeah, what's up? How do I help you? Okay. Step with a quickness. So I like it. I like it. I know I, you're not the only one that I know that uses it for that. I, I haven't, but, um, I, I do like it that, that you're on there. So yeah, I, my, my Instagram is private. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. It's okay. People like it. whatever. It's all right. Whatever. Or you have one for releasing 100, so you could just link that one. Yeah, but I have one for Elias. I have one for, like, I have. So just link the Elias one for now. Yeah. Because that's the one that you're, we're, we're building businesses on, right? Like where yeah. you can at least receive income from, if, especially if you're having conversations. And I feel like a juicy opportunity for you is to start having conversations about delegation, about virtual yeah. assistance, yeah. about like how to build your business using like, like your zones of genius having people in there, like that could be the easiest way for you to build business and like yeah. get new clients, right? 
Well, with the restriction of only having one clubhouse, that's why I was like, let's let's use get moving, walk and talk, because then I can talk about it while we're moving. It creates the win-win energy and it gets people moving, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I will. I, I actually will put in all of the Instagram handles of each of the different businesses and just beef it out a little bit. Okay. It'll be fun. I'm not sure about the one for me yet, though. <laughs> we'll put one in. We'll put one in. Um, anything else that you want to cover? So kind of get on the wait list. Mm-hmm. We've kind of covered our current experiences with it. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Definitely try it out at least and see if it's for you. I don't know if I would say go out and buy a new phone. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would go to that extreme. It depends on what you're using it for. Right. Right. So. Like, especially if the phone is a business expense or the iPad's a business expense, like, even if you're able to create, you know, two new clients, what's $150, mm-hmm. right? You can get an iPhone for $150. You can get an iPad. Oh, but don't you need an iPhone with a phone number? No. Cause you can, what, what you, what people have been doing is they'll use their iPad, but like they'll register underneath their phone number. They'll get the text to their phone number. Right. Uh-huh. And then you'll put the code in your iPad. Okay. And then you can just use it through your iPad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody on there the other day was saying that they, they applied for a Google number. I mean, you can apply for the Google, you could get a Google number, but you still need an Apple device. So, right. I'm not into the hacking stage. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I don't understand how it, it works. I mean, it doesn't really make too much sense because the thing is like you get notifications that new people are coming on or you're able to get into the clubhouse because people have your phone number in their, in their contact list. So even if you create a new number, which you totally can, then you're not going to get notification that people in your network or your friends or family, whoever mm-hmm. are on, mm-hmm. like you'll, or you'll get notifications that they've popped on because it'll be like, yeah, your person in this mailing list, but then they'll never know if, when you come on. Right. So that's, I mean, like, yeah, that's a little too much work. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to do all that. Uh, so I hope everybody here has learned a little bit more about Clubhouse or if you know, signed up if you didn't hear about it from before. Um, and maybe we'll talk with you live instead of recording through podcasts, like you will be able to join us. So we're going to be talking about that on a behind the scenes level and, and maybe announce something about navigating mindfulness being on there. Yeah, so we're for now, start doing recording some episodes on there and then we could do a little q a after the episode wraps it's gonna be delicious yeah it's gonna be fun i love it i love it so thank you for joining us today cheryl do you have anything else to say other than have the best day ever let's go home home. even though we're all shelter at home all right folks have a great day thanks bye